thank you for this family. We thank you for what you've put on Matt's heart. We thank you for calling them back here. Holy Spirit, we just invite you and welcome you to speak through Matt this morning. Pray a boldness and a courage as he shares. We pray that we would have hearts that are open to hear what you want to say, Jesus. We thank you for the new things that you're doing. The new thing that you're going to release this morning as Matt shares. We just pray an, an anointing over his words, over his thoughts. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Um, good morning. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Um, thank you for uh, uh, allowing me to speak with you today. Um, this morning, actually, um, I kind of saw beforehand that um, um, it would be a good time right now because it's Thanksgiving to to um, give honor and glory to Jesus this morning, just for a few minutes. I, I have a track here that I just wanted to play. And posture your heart in a way of, um, of thanksgiving towards him. Um, remember what he's done for you. Remember the, the cost of what he's done, the price that he, he paid for you. Um, just for a couple minutes here, I, I want to I take the attention just straight to Jesus. Um, because he, he's worthy of our praise. Um, so I want you to close your eyes and uh, just, just you can stand or sit or, or kneel just in, in the presence of the Lord just as we um, just listen to this track and sit before him. Think about how good he is. Think about the cost, what it costs for him, for us to have our freedom. Turn your attention to the Lord and invite him just to speak to you right now. We worship you, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy, Lord. You're so worthy, God. We look to you this morning, Jesus. We just thank you, God. We give thanksgiving to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. 
We turn our attention towards you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. among us, God. We thank you for being here, Lord, and we worship you this morning, and we give you all the honor and praise. And thanks, God. Thank you, Jesus, for being here. Amen. Thank you. I, I, um, um, I find it easy to step into his presence when I've given my attention to him and, and when, my, when my heart is, is uh, directed towards him, I find it much easier to hear from him when I posture my heart and, and lay before him. And, uh, and yeah, he's been um, taking me on this journey of, of getting of a deeper um, realms with him of of relationship and and just building um a foundation of a foundation to build off of through the holy spirit just to uh um to take me deeper and to take us deeper into deeper levels of where he wants us to go uh, as a church um yeah, in prepping for um, in prepping for speaking, I uh, I often hear the Lord uh, talk to me in um, in little pieces, little fragments. He'll whisper something to me, or he'll show me a picture of of uh, of of something beforehand before it takes place. And uh, thank you, Michelle. And 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 I I just uh, I feel like when I take heed of those small vo- small whispers and voices um, that he tends to pour out more. He tends to when I'm obedient in small whispers, he he shows me more of what that looks like. Um, I was uh, driving down the road in my work van and I, I had him speak to me um, like all of a sudden and uh, <coughs> yeah, it's, it's always uh, like when you're driving, you're not expecting to hear, to hear from the Lord, but all of a sudden he started speaking to me and I was like, oh wow, I got to pull over. So I pulled over and, uh, and I had a pen and a little notebook. So I just started to write and um, he said, he said to me, if we are building doctrines or thoughts in our minds as a foundation 
of beliefs apart from Jesus, it will crumble. We need Jesus at the center of our theology or it just becomes a works program. Yeah, I, uh, I feel that this is not a word like just for, for me, but for us as a, as a body of believers. Um, and uh, this morning, <clears throat> I wanted to unravel uh, what it looks like to have our, our foundation of what we believe to be, to be s- focused on Jesus and focused on the gospel of what he's done for us. Um, <clears throat> he is our rock and our cornerstone. He is the how and why of everything that we believe in the Bible. Um, it should lead you in an encounter every time you read and sit with the Holy Spirit. And this foundation build a strong structure. There's a, uh, a high rise in, in Dubai, and I, I don't know if this is the correct name of it, but it's, a, it's one of the um, tallest buildings in the world. It's a skyscraper. It's called the Burj Khalifa, and uh, it's 828 meters high, and that's 2,717 feet tall. And the depth of the, the foundation is, is 50 meters deep, so 160, almost 200 feet um, deep. And, um, and the, the depth of something that the, the foundational depth or where, where God wants, us, wants to take us, he needs us to build a foundation below us so that when we're building, we won't fall. Just like this, this skyscraper sits so high, but its, it's foundation is, is extremely deep. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's very... Sorry, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm losing track here. I'm going right back to my notes. So we might have come across at some point in our lives people or studies that we've that we've um, that we've come across that present to us um, parts of truth, like some of the scripture based in other parts, um, like some of it is scripture based from other parts or other sources, different types of doctrine mixed with the word of God, and. When you read or listen to someone talk about it, you just know in your spirit that something just doesn't seem right. Um, and it just doesn't, doesn't sit well with your spirit. Uh, usually it's something very confusing and seems to go uh, around and around um, without coming to a conclusive point. So essentially it just, it just causes confusion and cloudiness in, in your mind. So what do we do when confronted with something like this? Um, well, it is important that we as believers have a firm grasp on the word, on, uh, 
on our, on our Bible and that we value it and that we have a value for his word. Um, studying, studying the scriptures, not that we can argue a point, um, but so we can fall in love with Jesus because that's, that's our foundation. That's who, that's what this is about. Um, Second Timothy two twenty two to twenty five. You can turn there if you'd like. I think this was from the Passion Translation, if it seems not to follow your Bible correctly, but Second Timothy two twenty two to twenty five, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they only generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient. In, hum- in humility, correcting those who are, in oppo- who are in opposition, if God will grant them repentance, so they may know the truth. Yeah, again, it's... Um, it's... They said... It's foolish and, in, and ignorant. Foolish and ignorant d- disputes. He said he tells us to avoid it, to avoid it. Um, and uh, when we're dealing with with that kind of situation, it's uh, it's so so important to see that person how how Jesus sees them, and not not the point. So the point is irrelevant. It's it's how the Lord sees them. Because that is the only way that you're gonna um, connect connect with them. And um, second, we must be acting out of love. Otherwise, we have taken our eyes off Jesus, and we are trying to be right instead of leading someone to the person of Jesus Christ and His love. I feel that uh, without Jesus at the center of our center of our belief system, as our basis of our theology, small cracks and fragments in our foundation really break down the house that we, that we build or the structure of truth that we, that we build. Let's look at um, what's wrong. What's wrong with a little crack in the foundation or or parts of the foundation missing. The house is still still fine, right? But um, but when a builder begins to uh, to lay out the plans for um, to build their home with the customer, one of the first areas that they will start and the most crucial is the foundation of, of the house. It's designed 
it's designed correctly to ensure that the, the house is going to stand solid for many years to come, even through shaking and wind and rains. As a tradesman, I crawl around a lot in crawl spaces. I've seen a lot of solid foundations in different homes that I've been in. I've also seen some foundations that I wish I hadn't seen. For example, there is this house that we were working on, and um, it was it was it was built. It was an older house, but water had kept rushing down the hill and saturated the the inside of the foundation. And um, I was I was going along stapling with my hammer, working under there. And I, I, I was going hit my hit another staple, and I uh, was holding my wire up, and my hammer went right through into the wood, and, and I just kind of pulled the pulled the hammer out and just reached up and grabbed the corner. It was the corner of the house, and the foundation just kind of crumbled in in my hand, and, um, and so I started taking a closer look and realized that that. A lot of the foundation of that house was rotted, rotted away, and uh, and nothing was left of the corner of that house where the living room had sat. They were walking around their living room, but had no idea that the corner of their house was missing. Basically, it was it was there was nothing there. Um, thankfully, that the problem had been addressed already, but I did tell the people. <laughs> Um, Colossians 2, 6 through 8. Now, this is kind of where I wanted to go this morning. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic and basic principles of this world rather than Christ. In the first part of the verse, Paul is telling us to be rooted in him while strengthening your faith as you were taught. He's telling us that we need this deep union with the Lord to be built on like like brick and mortar and strengthened in, in faith, which is in the Lord. And uh, I, be- I believe that just comes from persevering in in getting up in the morning or whenever you have time to read your read your bible and doing it over over and over again and uh and one important important um thing to to be doing that is is to um invite the holy spirit in with you when you're when you're going into your into your study in the morning or or at night and um and ask him to to reveal things, and slowly that the words on the on that he's speaking will come alive, and uh, and you'll start having start having experiences with him each time. 
thought you go deeper with him. Um, yeah, his, uh, his, the expanse of, of what he has for us is so, so amazing. And, and, um, we can, when we, when we're reading and, uh, studying his word, he just, he pours it out. He pours it out on us. He also tells us, uh, which ties in great for this weekend to be overflowing with thankfulness. Thankfulness is a huge deal in the kingdom of God because when we're thankful with small things, he rewards us by giving us more and he trusts us more of himself and that's how relationships work. Allowing thanksgiving to build a heart of gratitude inside of you, to be deeply rooted in Jesus as the verse says. What are we thankful for right now? Our house, your family, the job that you have, your children, all very, very simple things. Um, But they are, uh, we often forget to be thankful for those, those small things. Um, in, in our house, we're, we're, we practice <clears throat> building a culture of th- thankfulness just at the dinner table when we, when we pray. I try and remind the girls to remember to, to thank the Lord for the house that we have and, and the food that we have. And he's already done, he's already done amazing things from us just moving over, over here and, um, and providing for us when we didn't have a home. He provided um, more than we could have asked for. And I think that is because we were, we were, our heart was, our hearts, even though we were, we were kind of uneasy, our hearts were postured in thankfulness and we were thankful for what we had at the time. And often when you're thankful for what you have at the time, he'll pour out something more, something even greater than you could imagine. Now, the later part of this ver- verse says, see that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy. Or as the, the Passion Translation says, beware that no one distracts you or intimidates you in their attempt to lead you away from Christ's fullness. I'll also add that the enemy will do everything in his power to distract us from building a strong foundation. I don't want to give too much time talking about him because he's already defeated and doesn't deserve our attention, basically. But what I will say is that he can use our thoughts and twist them with half-truths or false doctrine. He will. He will do it. This is where it is important that we daily get in the habit of renewing our minds so that we remember that Jesus has already conquered all things and we live from victory. This victory doesn't mean that we live without any problems. It does mean, though, that our victory is secure. Bill Johnson says, the renewed mind is the canvas on which the Spirit of God can paint. 
I think it's also important that we um, are are united as a, as a church, um, as a community of of believers here, so that we have each other's backs when when we stumble. Um, yeah, I think that's important for growth, and. Uh, And to have accountability in in your church is, is just a part of we're a family. And uh, this should be a family atmosphere. And when you're in family, you're you're you don't have you don't have no problems, but you do work them out together as a family. Uh, just recently I heard that uh, the Seattle Seahawks, the NFL team, uh, now is required to show up to their football games all the time on the same bus as a tactic to build team unity. I'm not sure what their record is, but uh, I hope it works out for them. And uh, that's, that's very important in, in a sports aspect is to have unity with your players and get to know each other um, on, on, more, on deeper level than just playing hockey together or just coming to church together um, because the uh, it builds it builds bonds between between e- each other um, another way to build a solid foundation in Jesus is uh, through prayer prayer depend prayer deepens our intimacy with the Lord Making a lifestyle where we get up and want to be in his presence because we love him and not because of a religious duty. A lifestyle of prayer is the most amazing way to build a solid foundation with Jesus. When things are crazy all around us, we have this amazing connection with the Holy Spirit where we can go and be alone with him and commune with him. To share our feelings and our thoughts and the things that scare us. When we were uh, dealing with our daughter when she was in the hospital and she was having um, crazy fevers and they were spiking and they were coming down and they were spiking and coming down and we uh, started at the hospital here on Salt Spring and then eventually we went over to Victoria, where they didn't know what was going on, and her fever would spike really, really high, <clears throat> and and then it would drop down, and she'd be totally fine, and she'd be herself. Um, yeah, it was uh, it w- it was hard to see um, her in in the state when her fevers would get really high. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, it, was, it was hard to see the end result of what God was doing in that time, but we, all, we had, all we had was our, our worship to him, our, our thanksgiving, and, and just each other to hold on to in, in that time. Um, as well as a lot of support from our family. But, uh, but we decided to just 
pr- uh, pray together. Um, say that Maya was already victorious and, uh, and pl- play worship music in, in, our, in our hospital room just 24-7 all the time. And uh, <clears throat> I believe that shifted the atmosphere from, from you, from us being afraid to stepping into us being victorious. And I think that was um, a main a main focal point there was, was he was shifting the atmosphere and we have that as Christians. We, we can walk into a room and we can shift the atmosphere um, just with who we are because we have the spirit of God living inside of us. Um, if you speak in tongues, it's sometimes all that you can do and a lot of times that's all I could do because there was no words that could express uh, what what I was feeling, but in my spirit, my spirit was crying out. Um, and, and my, my came through and, and, uh, the, uh, the fevers, the fevers broke. Um, but we just, we learned to, um, give our focus to him and take our focus off of what was going on. And that, uh, that was very, very crucial in that time. If you're going through things, and it's really tough, and it doesn't seem like um, there's hope. Just take your eyes off of that situation and focus on the Lord, because He will, He will, just instill in you a peace that you um, didn't think that you had. And it's it's a supernatural peace. It's it's not not anything that that we can really drum up or anything like that. He just comes and, and rests on us with his peace. What about when we come to prayer and we feel drained? Like we've done this a million times and and we don't have, don't feel the fire that we have felt before. Um, he takes He takes those coals and he breathes on them. Uh, when we meet with them, and it ignite, ignites that fire again. Uh, we recently got a wood stove, and uh, and how a blessing, how much of a blessing that is in, in our in our house that we have. But um, well, I I noticed that uh, we would go away for the day, and then we'd come back, and then there'll, there'll be little coals sitting in the fireplace, being like, "Oh no, it's out," because there's I don't see any fire in there. So so walk over usually, and you just open up the door a little bit and crack, let some oxygen in there and, and, and they get breath on them. And then that fire ignites for the most part, (laughs) but no, it's, uh, it's, um, it's what the Lord does. And, uh, and it keeps us, it's, he, he breathes on our coals and ignites a fire within us to kind of keep going, to keep passionate about him. Um, much like, yeah, much like our lives of prayer, little breaths from God on the coals of our heart ignite passion to chase him more passionately. I feel the Holy Spirit is wanting us to nail down the point that Jesus Christ is a foundation for all truth. I just want to come back to that because, um, 
without Jesus at the center, like I said earlier, it's 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 gonna you're gonna waver. There are things that um, things you'll hear, you'll grab grab onto those other truths, and uh, keeping Jesus at the center will is is the basis of the Bible um, because he. It's, it's the simple gospel of him coming to earth and dying for us and giving his life and raising up again and now he's at the right hand of the Father and we have the Holy Spirit here on earth to, um, to lead us into becoming more like Jesus. But what is truth? This was Pilate's question when Jesus was brought to him. In John 18, 36 through 38. You can turn there if you like. Then Pilate responded, Oh, so you are king. You are right, Jesus said. I was born a king, and I have come into this world to prove what truth really is. And everyone who loves truth will receive my words. Then Pilate looked at Jesus and said, What is truth? Not realizing that Jesus had basically already told him that he is truth. Um, yeah, as I said earlier, the foundation is the most important part of the house. When we have a, a solid foundation, whatever may come, whatever might come, excuse me, when we have a solid foundation, whatever may come that might shake us to our core or flood our hearts with, and minds with lies has no place to take root because we are deeply rooted in Jesus with the Holy Spirit to guide us. Um, In closing here, I want to... um, uh, Everyone, do you guys remember the windstorm of 2018? I don't know if there's many people who don't remember it. But... uh, Or hurricane, but they weren't allowed to call it that. Apparently, (laughs) Um, I think mostly everyone remembers or everyone knows that there were when the storm hit, there was so much devastation that it actually didn't seem real. It seemed like a movie or something that happens down south. I noticed something about a lot of the trees that fell because most of our island is made up of rock. The root systems of the massive trees that fell, um, grew down until they grew down until they hit rock, and then they started to spread apart. And uh, I could tell when the tree fell, you could you could see some soil, and then as soon as the that hit rock, it started to go that way, and kind of veer off instead of rooting itself deep down. Um, so a lot of the trees that came down in the storm were on hillsides or. Um, or on, on hills, and there was no soil 
and not enough soil for it to be for the roots to deep go down deep um, and all those trees they fell first uh, the Lord he spoke to me very simple and said those trees fell because their root systems did not run deep enough and uh, if we feel if we are not deeply rooted in Jesus and the word of God we too could fall like those trees um, he also spoke to me about uh, about being being united united together and uh, as I was driving um, this was I think this was after before yeah after the storm I think and we were we were driving there was a on the on the side of the road we were over on Vancouver Island driving back from something with our family and uh, and I, I looked over and there was a there's a big clear cut on the side that was new and I, I was like oh wow awesome huge clear cut and uh, and so I was looking and I was like hey miss look they left like one or two trees um, standing and uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> but, but I don't know. I, I, get, I get excited when I, when I see big logs. And, but anyway, the Lord started speaking to me, like, right away. And, uh, and, and he said, the trees, those trees that were left standing, they will fall in a, in a windstorm. And... Um, and because they are open and susceptible, they have that likelihood of falling because there's not a a gathering around of of other trees to to form a protective hedge around them. Much like us, if we kind of veer off and we're trying to do our own thing, and we don't have a community of of the church to to be accountable to and and to um, yeah, to build foundations with each other, then we will, we will fall. It's 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 basically in, inevitable that that will happen, without uh, yeah, without uh, a community of believers gathered around or a community of people that we that we um, that we pray with and that we meet with. Um, Yeah, I um, I guess to close here, I just wanted to um, just nail home the fact that that Jesus, He is the center uh, of our theology, of our thoughts, and and He is who we build the foundation upon. He said that He said that I don't know exactly what verse it is. I was looking at it the other the other day, but He's the cornerstone. And um, and he is uh, he is he is the rock. So we build off of the rock because it is secure. Um, yeah, I just encourage you to to go go deep, go deep with him. Find out who he is. Ask the Holy Spirit to come and reveal things. Reveal who he is, his nature, um, his person to you.
because he will, he will, he'll, uh, you put the time in, he'll honor that and he'll, he'll speak to you. Um, Yeah, his uh, his words are, are are truth, and his his um, his church is built on this solid foundation. And I just, I yeah, I just really want to make sure that point is 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 clear. So thank you guys for listening. Um, let's pray, and if the prayer teams wanna wanna come up. Um, yeah, and then you can dismiss. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. God, we worship you. And we honor you, God. We ask you, Lord, to to come, God, and uh, meet us. Meet us where we're at right now, Lord. Father, we pray for... Pray for this foundation, God, that we can, we can build off of off of you, Jesus, that we can build a solid foundation, Lord. We ask, God, that you would, um, you would teach us new things, Lord, and we just allow, allow the Holy Spirit to go deep, go deep with you in, in his words, in the words that you, that you read in the Bible. Allow him to, to come and to, to speak, um, to speak truths about about who he is and uh and the foundation that that he is that we um that we'll base our lives upon father we thank you for thanksgiving god we thank you that we can that we can give you praise this weekend god because you are so so good lord we ask god that you be with us this week Father, that you would speak, speak to us and, and give us ears to hear as we're driving down the road, as we're going to our jobs, as we're going for walks, Lord. We ask that you speak to us clearly and that we get to know you on a deeper level and have an intimate connection with you, Lord. Just thank you for, for what you're doing this morning. I just ask a blessing on our day. In your name, amen.